Dr. Fauci prophesied with a definite mind to make that prophecy come true, America is in for another dark winter. Not because of any severe viral outbreaks, because really the outbreaks haven't been bad. The flu season hasn't been so bad. And uh, the cases of coronavirus are actually down in most places, but because of the never-ending oppression associated with the never-ending story, that is the COVID-19 pandemic, we are still yet to begin our dark winter in the season of 2021 and 22. And once again, if you look around in most places, we are facing more lockdowns and more masking. And of course, the ever increasing tyranny of vaccine mandates and more to come vaccine passports. Folks, we are absolutely headed for a disaster that really does not have to take place but we seem to be allowing it because of a widespread problem with compliance, even if we disagree with the policies that are being forced upon us. America is no longer the same place that it was just a couple of years ago, and it is pretty obvious, in fact, it's plenty obvious that we are on a straight road In fact, a highway to hell. You're listening to Unity Without Compromise. This is Dr. Steve LaTulip, your host on America Out Loud Talk Radio. I welcome you. And today I would like to discuss how exactly we can take and we should take the first exit off the Fauci highway to hell. You see, no matter what your political bias, I suspect that everyone in America is right now sitting somewhat on the edge of their seats and wondering what exactly lies ahead for America as a nation. I'm frankly surprised, as probably is most everyone else, that America has so rapidly fallen from her glory days, fallen from greatness. And we have become a pitiful laughing stock to the entire world. Maybe we Americans needed this wake up call. I'm not sure. But one thing I am certain about complacency has all but consumed us. Did we not see this coming? Are we so frail of mind, so blinded, so deaf that we cannot see and hear what is transpiring before us? For decades, we've actually been hearing about things like climate change, overpopulation, a coming one world order, but we really didn't take it seriously and we paid no attention to what they've been telling us. And we're now paying a price. Our pride has led Americans to believe that we were actually invincible and now The good old American way has now all but collapsed. It's not there anymore. With no exaggeration, you could easily call it a free fall. And we're still on our way down. We're actually like a mass of mindless zombies, seemingly marching stiffly down the highway 
And we are following the Pied Piper of Doomsday, Dr. Anthony Fauci, down this road to death and destruction. Despite the overwhelming evidence that condemns his evil dynasty and exposes his plan to kill millions more, yet people still listen to him and still obey him. Are you one of those people? You might think that not everyone is on the highway to hell, but think about it. How do you not travel on that road? Some would say, well, after all, don't we still have a few relatively unscathed country roads and and other byways, you know, the roads less traveled that aren't affected by the destructive forces that are currently acting against America? Well, the answer to that question, in my opinion, is very elusive. How do you know that you're on the highway to hell? Or how do you know that you are not being affected and not complying with the evils that we are confronted with every day? The sad truth is that nearly all people are traveling on that highway to hell for one reason or another. And it might be willingly or unknowingly, but if you know what's good for you, you will take that first exit off that highway. You know, when we think about highways, just the picture of a highway, we find that many of us are attracted to this. In fact, hordes of people use the highways every day for a number of reasons. Number one, it is a speedy route of travel. It is also a very direct route of travel. There are not a lot of winding turns and not any major up or down hills that are very steep. The roads are actually very smooth, and there are many comforts along the way. There's also a promise of ready roadside assistance if you break down. But let's apply this to the COVID pandemic highway. There are a lot of things that were promised to us, but none of these things have been really fulfilled on the Super Express. Take, for example, a speedy recovery. We were told that everything would quickly return to normal if only we, number one, locked down for two weeks to flatten the curve, but then we had to do more of what we were told, and that then involved masks, which we know have had no benefit whatsoever but cause harm. Then all of a sudden, everyone is needing to get vaccinated, and we are suffering for it. And of course, now everyone needs that booster, and the boosters will probably increase in frequency because Dr. Fochi says so. He says that we're going to need to continue to poison ourselves, to generate more spike proteins so that our immune system can respond in a more hyperactive way than what we are already seeing in the way that is leading 
to all kinds of death and suffering among people who have taken the vaccine and who received no benefit from it whatsoever. Yeah, the highway promises a lot of good things, such as a direct path. You know, if you wear a mask and you advertise your vaccination status, then you needn't take any detours along the way. It's usually a free pass to direct access to pretty much any business you want, and certainly to airline travel and travel on a train or other public transportation. And you don't have to take any detours if you comply. So direct access to any business you want is a great convenience. You don't have to go searching for that place that does not require a mask or a vaccination or passport. The truth is cowardly submission to even a dangerous human experiment does have its privileges. But they are very nearsighted privileges, I would suggest. We also have on the highways these smooth roads, and Fauci promised us smooth sailing. Didn't he say that we would have no bumps on the road, like the denial of access to travel or the uh, avoidance of getting dirty looks in public if you're not masked? Because you know that if you're not masked, you are contributing to the death and destruction of every fellow American, right? Well, not so. But if we're not masked, how many times are we refused things so basic as even medical services by your supposed caring doctor? See, if you've not taken the shot, you are considered a second-class citizen. This is the new Jim Crow laws that we are seeing in America take place right now. But on the highway to hell, we are actually promised, or at least we were promised, a lot of comforts along the way. Do you remember that? If you haven't noticed, there are not many conveniences left. These have already been pulled from us. Remember all the freebies that we were promised for getting the jab, free cup of coffee, free hamburger, free this or that. We were praised if we got the jab, and then eventually we were offered lotteries to try to improve the compliance. We were given all kinds of incentives and promises of rewards if we will only, quote, do the right thing, do the thing that is good for your fellow man, only it's not at all good for your fellow man. And all those comforts along the Fauci freeway have been removed. It is now expected that you comply, period. And so we have nothing in the way of rewards being offered to us any longer. On the highway to hell, we were also promised roadside assistance. If you get sick with COVID, and enter a hospital, well, good luck to you because there's no assistance there. Hospitals to this very day right now are still using the NIH protocol 
for all admissions, regardless of what you enter the hospital for. Do you understand what that means? It means that you are still at the mercy of medical prison guards who are called hospitalists, and it is they who are still administering the primary COVID treatment called remdesivir, funded by Fauci, supported by Fauci, after a single small study showed a greater than 50% mortality rate for those who were treated with remdesivir. It is a very toxic drug that has already sealed the gloomy fate of many hospitalized COVID patients. But they'll tell you that those patients died from COVID, not from the treatment. They'll say the virus took their life, not the absence of being offered any early treatment that is so incredibly effective. The truth is your chance of surviving a hospital stay nowadays is approaching that of a bloody military battle. Let's just say that the odds are not in your favor. I have a lot of inside sources from different hospitals, nurses, and even occasionally a few doctors, and they inform me that actually hospitalized unvaccinated patients are actually being treated horribly by doctors, the doctors who are supposed to be taking care of them. This is not giving me a warm and fuzzy feeling. In fact, a lot of people are doing everything they can to avoid hospitals for that very cause. They actually fear that if they enter the hospital and are admitted to the hospital, there's a good chance they will not come out of that hospital alive. Now, that is a scary position to be in, and this is the state of, of medical treatment in America. Medicine has been totally and thoroughly corrupted. These doctors ridicule patients. They literally scorn them. And I know because nurses tell me some of the comments that they hear from these doctors, these patients who are not vaccinated in the hospital are being shamed. They are being ignored. They are not being offered a proper treatment or an effective treatment. And perhaps for whatever the condition is that they actually came to the hospital to seek help for. We know beyond any doubt right now that outpatient early treatment for any viral infection, not just coronavirus or COVID-19, outpatient early treatment works extremely well, but you will never receive it from an establishment physician who must follow the Nazi regimen. And these doctors are loyal to the cause because they must remain loyal to keep their jobs. And what is that cause? The cause is the wishes of the state. And the wishes of the state is something that ought to scare every American, regardless of any political bias you might have. The wishes of the state is actually something that is very worthy of understanding thoroughly. And if you 
do come to a point where you really understand your their affiliations, the government affiliations, then I think you would understand why the absolute best science is being completely ignored. It's not an oversight. It is intentional. The disruption of medicine for political gain is just about complete in America. Keep in mind, for example, the NIH, the National Institute of Health, is a subsidiary agency of Health and Human Services, and the NIH profits greatly from its many hundreds of vaccine patents and other products that the NIH is actually supposed to regulate. How can the NIH ever be tr trusted when it is so compromised? It owns many hundreds and perhaps thousands of different vaccine and other product patents. How can they ever be trusted to regulate anything? Keep in mind also that the Centers for Disease Control and Infection owns 57% or correction, owns 57 actual vaccine patents, and they spend well over one-third of the $12 billion annual budget on purchasing and distributing these vaccines. This is our CDC, our government-regulated CDC. And so is it any surprise that children now actually have 68 mandated vaccine doses by the age of 18. And those are the mandated ones. There are other recommended vaccines. But what happens to those honest doctors and scientists who've been following the vaccine injury data and raise concerns? Well, I'll tell you what happens. They are canceled and then sometimes they are punished. That's what happened to me. I was the first physician to blow the warning horn, sound the trumpet saying, wait a minute, time out, something is not adding up when it comes to this whole pandemic protocol. There was another doctor in Oregon, a Dr. Paul Thomas, who was a pediatrician, and he and I both had our licenses suspended on the same day, and we're approaching that December 4th, one-year anniversary of having had our licenses suspended. Dr. Paul Thomas was actually privileged to have had his license reinstated with restrictions. You see, he cannot talk to his patients about vaccinations. Why was Dr. Paul's license suspended? Why was he canceled? Because he published a book called The Vaccine-Friendly Plan. And to further indict him, he published a study on vaccines in a peer-reviewed medical journal. And for those reasons, he had his license suspended in Oregon. Now, did he do anything wrong? No. He was evaluating data. He was seeing signs of, of, of evidence of harm, of injury to his pediatric patients and said, wait a minute, something doesn't seem to be 
adding up here, we need to look at this. We need to investigate. You see, this is what a good physician does. This is what a good scientist does. We always question what we are doing and say, are we following that great tenet in medicine, which says first, do no harm? That was the question he was asking. He didn't like the answer that he was finding, and therefore he questioned it and says, wait a minute, we need to come up with something safer. We need to come up with a vaccine-friendly plan. And so he published that book. And for that, his license was suspended. Now, there's more evidence that you have to keep in mind, and I think that most people are totally oblivious to this medical fact. And that is that since the vaccine surge that occurred in the 1980s, there have been numerous autoimmune diseases that have also concurrently surged in kids, like juvenile rheumatoid arthritis and type 1 diabetes mellitus and thyroiditis, and Crohn's disease, and you've heard about the autism question. Could that be caused by vaccines? Well, I don't have all the answers on that, but I do know that I treated a lot of kids who actually were type 1 diabetics, and they did develop type 1 diabetes after they received a vaccine or a series of vaccines. Now, when something happens in a short time after receiving some kind of a so-called treatment, you have to question what was the cause and was there an actual cause and effect relationship. But all of these autoimmune diseases and type 1 diabetes is an autoimmune disease because the body's response to the vaccine, it is proposed causes your body to produce antibodies against the cells that produce insulin in the body, in the pancreatic islet cells. And so these children suffer for the rest of their lives with having to take insulin to replace the insulin that their pancreas can no longer produce. These illnesses did seem to explode into the, in the 1980s, and it was concurrent with a time when vaccine producers were actually granted by the government an immunity from all liability for their vaccines. And so what happened? Well, after this time, there was a whole rash of new vaccines that came onto the market. It didn't matter what the cause of any injury from a vaccine would be, be it negligence in their investigation of harms, an absence of thorough testing, or even intentional harm. There was no penalty, no price to be paid, no liability or accountability whatsoever for the vaccine industry. They had nothing to lose, everything to gain monetarily. And so all of a sudden, a whole bunch of new vaccines came on the market. And now these poor children are being tortured by all these vaccines. And as Dr. Paul Thomas was questioning, is this good or is this actually doing harm? Now, if you're a true scientist, it's a legitimate question. 
but in our political world that has been so exposed in the corona mania pandemic response, it is not a valid question. You don't question anything that the government does. You know, when you look at these facts, it should make somebody ask, it should make all of us ask what's going on and what in the world is Dr. Fauci doing? Why has not the FDA stepped in and explored this problem that seems to be associated with the vaccines in general and specifically with all of the new generation, new experimental vaccines for COVID-19? Well, the answer as to why the FDA has not stepped in is simply because of this. The FDA actually receives 45%, nearly half of its budget from big pharma. Do you think they are going to compromise all of that funding by telling the truth, by raising a red flag and saying, maybe these vaccinations are dangerous. Maybe they're doing more harm than good. Maybe the risk of vaccination exceeds any possible benefit. And that is absolutely being proven beyond any doubt when it comes to the COVID vaccines. It is no small concern that American children born after this vaccine flux, starting with about 1984, this generation of children has been the sickest of all generations in American history. Now, is that just coincidental or is there any possible explanation for the fact that our children are sicker than ever? See, vaccines were intended to do good, to help. But the truth of the matter is that they possibly have not done a whole lot of good. And perhaps they're doing a whole lot of harm, but the correlation hasn't been made. And it's no accident that so many people are ignorant of the potential harms, at least, that vaccines have caused because they are withholding that information because Big Pharma is ensuring that the regulators of Big Pharma are no longer regulating them because they are being funded by Big Pharma. So the corruption, corruption is just rampant. It's in our face, obvious, but so many people don't know it. I would suggest that it is not a coincidence that we are seeing the problems that we are seeing. You're listening to Unity Without Compromise with Dr. Steve LaTulip on America Out Loud Talk Radio. I'm going to take a short break and I will come back and discuss with you a closer look at NIAD and Dr. Fauci. Don't go away. Because of COVID-19, many Americans worry about their health four times a day. That's 112 times per month. 
But by simply keeping our immune system strong, we can stay healthy and put our worries at ease. One little known way to do this is by taking AC11, a patented supplement from a plant in the Amazon rainforest. Studied for over 20 years and backed by over 40 scientific peer-reviewed studies, taking AC11 has been proven to extend the life of immune cells called leukocytes, allowing you to boost immunity naturally. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off your first order of AC11. That's HealthyCell.com, H-E-A-L-T-H-Y-C-E-L-L, -E -L -L, and use code OUTLOUD for 20% off. The America Out Loud family is comprised of patriots in the true sense of the word. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty and the Constitution to help save America for future generations to come. AmericaOutloud.com It's a fight for the soul of humanity. Back to Unity Without Compromise. This is Dr. Steve Latula, your host on America Out Loud Talk Radio. And today I am actually discussing the importance of getting off the highway to hell, the Fauci highway to hell, the pandemic or government highway to hell that has caused so many Americans and actually so many people globally to be persecuted and to suffer as they are traveling along the, the complacent highway where we are being regulated, we are being promised one thing and the exact opposite is happening. We are promised that the health departments in whatever country you're in are existing for your good, but the fact is that they have now all been pirated and we have no such thing as sound medicine in America or globally across the world. There are a few of us who have espoused good medicine and we have been canceled. We have been censored beyond belief and we have been punished and it won't be long before they will actually try to imprison us most likely if we try to get out the truth. And that is something that I will fight to my dying day. Right now, I'd like to take a closer look at a specific organization, the organization that is actually run by a fraud, a Marxist, a socialist, Dr. Anthony Fauci, who is now regarded as the one authority on your health. The one who has dictated whether or not you should celebrate holidays like Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year. The one person who dictates whether you should gather with your family and friends is one who is esteemed as 
a caring person, as a reasonable person, as one shining with the light of truth, when in fact, he is just the opposite. We need to remember that Dr. Fauci has worked in some capacity in NIAD since 1968, and he has been the medical director since 1984. Fauci is the highest paid of 4 million federal employees. He is paid more than the president of the United States. But under Fauci's leadership, we have reaped nothing but devastation throughout this entire pandemic. Please understand that living in the United States of America does have its privileges, but it also does have its downside. And one of the downsides that many people do not realize is that we in America have the highest COVID death rate in the entire world. We have 2,107, that's 2,107 deaths per million people in America. This compares with only three deaths per million in the country of China, in the very place where the virus was produced and released. China has only three deaths per million the United States has 2,107 deaths per million. It has to make you think. It has to make you ask the question, how could this be? We are such an advanced nation, right? But no, the United States population, which comprises 4% of the world's population, has actually suffered 14.5% of the total COVID deaths. This shouldn't make any sense to any of us. It doesn't make sense until you understand the underlying order of things. What did Dr. Fauci do? He recommended a quarantine of the healthy population. Now, in the history of the world and in the history of recorded pandemics, never before has such a thing been suggested as quarantining every healthy person in America and in the world. Remember that the world was looking toward the United States and the National Institute of Health for guidance. They were looking to Dr. Fauci, asking the question, what should we do? Everybody was so fearful when this pandemic began and everybody was willing to comply. And Dr. Fauci said, quarantine everybody. Well, that quarantine killed far, far more people than COVID would ever kill. And in the United States, it completely destroyed our economy. Some 58 million Americans were put out of work. Think of the devastation that that caused people. It permanently bankrupted millions of businesses and 41% of Black-owned businesses were devastated. And those businesses, uh, 
Many of them small family businesses took many years to build, years to save for, years to plan, and lots of hard work, blood, sweat, and tears, labor galore to make them functional. And they were operating and they were the backbone of the American economy. And now because of quarantines, because of shutdowns, lockdowns, America and its economy has been totally disrupted, permanently disabled. Thank you, Dr. Fauci. Because of quarantining, we have seen an astronomical increase in the national deficit. We are going broke as a nation because Dr. Fauci said, lockdown, isolate yourself from the world. This lockdown will likely put an end to all the social safety net assistance programs like healthcare and Medicare and school lunches and all these other programs that were initially designed to help people who were in trouble, that that safety net is no longer going to be available because the funding doesn't exist. We are in debt as a nation as never before. And the increase in debt is intentional because we now have a government faction that is hell-bent on destroying America. Because of the quarantines, we lost many millions of people, and the number of deaths will never be known completely. But we know, for example, that opioid overdoses increased almost 40% because of the lockdowns. Drug abuse of all sorts has escalated. And it's being assisted by the drug cartels on the southern border, by China, who is shipping fentanyl to the world to destroy other nations like the United States. We are seeing a devastation of death and destruction, all because we were shut down. We know that uh, based on a study in the British Medical Journal on July 24th, 2021, that the actual United States life expectancy dropped by 1.9 years during the quarantine. Now, if you know anything about life expectancy statistics, that is a major, major blow, a major setback to the United States. Do you know that in June of 2020, based on a, an analysis uh, that was described in the Wall Street Journal, 11% of United States adults were actually contemplating suicide at that time because of the lockdowns. And it's not just in the United States. Because of the advice of Dr. Anthony Fauci, the entire world suffered. Poverty and starvation has devastated much of the world. A report in the Associated Press stated that during 2020, 10,000 children died every month from starvation due to the Fauci-directed COVID shutdown. 
physical and psychological devastation has been rampant everywhere across the entire globe. And this all derived just from Dr. Fauci's recommendation to quarantine. And what evidence did he have to back that decision? No evidence whatsoever. Zero. Nada. No medical evidence at all. He just said, let's do it. That was just the lockdown. And now what is Dr. Fauci recommending? Masking. That is devastating our children. These children have to wear masks in school. You cannot begin to understand the devastation and harm it will cause these children. They will not know how to socialize. We will lose a generation of kids, not just because of a lack of good education, but because of their complete brainwashing and complete separation and disconnection from their fellow human beings, from other children, from adults. They are deprived of facial expression, which makes us human. This is going to have a horrible psychological effect on our kids. And that psychological damage will be translated into physical damage because it always does. The human body is an entity that is a highly integrated system. And to put it very simply, the brain is connected to the rest of the body. Dr. Fauci has devastated the world. Now, given the evidence of everything that he has done, I do not hesitate for a second to call him what he is. Dr. Fauci is a genocidal maniac, and yet he is now touted as the Messiah of medicine, Saint Dr. Fauci of Wuhan. He tells us what we can and cannot do with our lives. He is akin to a God. And if you're not convinced of that, just ask him and he will tell you that. I quote him, attacks on me, quite frankly, are attacks on science. Could he be any more arrogant? For anyone with a scientific background, any science background or knowledge of of reason. This statement attests to the fact that Fauci has forgotten all about science and has assumed a religion of self-worship. You see, science by its very nature demands that we inquire, that we debate, that we analyze data and do honest scholarship and then communicate with integrity in reporting accurate data and in honestly evaluating the data and drawing conclusions that will benefit our fellow people, our fellow human beings. But all of these things Fauci has renounced. He declares himself to be the God of science when in fact he is a genocidal maniac. What's really motivating Fauci? Well, we know that wealth is motivating him. He is being funded like crazy. Reportedly, he received $9 million last year 
from kickbacks uh, from the vaccine companies. Do you really think it was just $9 million? I don't. I think it was a whole lot more than that. And look at the power that Dr. Fauci has had in his position, in his long-term position as the guardian of the world's health. He has failed miserably, and yet he considers himself a god. And look at the associations that Dr. Fauci has. He has partnered with Bill Gates for some 20 years. That is a problem. Bill Gates is all about eugenics, is all about population control. He has told us that he will wipe out a percentage of the population through a vaccine. He told us that long ago, before we ever had the COVID vaccines. Why is Fauci so enthralled with gain-of-function research when gain-of-function has the only sole purpose of biowarfare? Through engineering and ramped-up dangerous bugs, we make the world a much more dangerous and threatening place. Fear becomes rampant everywhere. And why is Dr. Fauci now studying Ebola virus for gain-of-function in monkeys? Do you think something's coming? If anything should cause fear and apprehension about a lethal, I mean a really lethal pandemic, it's this. But who's paying attention? Does anyone care? I think that what really motivates Dr. Fauci more than anything is a lust for evil. The evidence strongly suggests it. Certainly, he has had a callous disregard for human life and for animal life. When pharmaceutical benefit and profits take priority over public health, you know you are dealing with a twisted mind. This man who refuses to acknowledge his part in causing the deaths of many millions of people worldwide is clear evidence that we are dealing with a madman, a maniac, a genocidal maniac. He is succeeding. We must never forget a few facts, like number one, Fauci did plan and fund this human-designed, patented gain-of-function virus that was released on the world from the Wuhan lab. Fauci did that. Fauci is the one who advertised a patented vaccine solution to a problem that he intentionally caused. Fauci has been supported by the Bill Gates Foundation, promoting eugenics and population control. He has been supported also by Big Pharma, and Big Pharma is powerful. And as a result, Fauci has gained a tremendous amount of power and wealth. And remember, Never forget that it was Dr. Fauci who downplayed early treatment of COVID patients, despite the fact that early treatment with cheap medications is nearly 100% successful when started within a week of symptom onset. This is our director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease. Remember, Dr. Fauci formally said that 
that medications like hydroxychloroquine were effective against viruses. He knows that. We know that. Every scientist knows that. Every honest physician who has done his homework knows that COVID is very, very treatable, highly treatable. People do not have to die from COVID if they can seek and find early treatment. So our director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease has failed us miserably. And it is intentional, and that's what makes Dr. Fauci a criminal. What else do you think that this Dr. Fauci has planned now? He has shown no constraint whatsoever in spreading evil. Remember the puppies, right? More puppies, we've just been told, have been tortured, senselessly, needlessly tortured for no good reason. This is unexplainable, but that is absolutely nothing, nothing at all compared to the millions of humans that Dr. Fauci has already killed. And does he show any signs whatsoever of remorse? Does he regret all of his misleading guidelines that he gave the world? No, I haven't seen a thing. Have you seen any evidence of compassion from this man? Any inkling of caring or hope coming from this guy who told us it's going to be another dark winter? No. What is he planning next? If you think he has done all the damage that he can do, you are very naive and completely misguided. He does have more planned. And this all being said leads me to ask one question. What keeps so many of you on the government highway to hell? Well, how do you know if you're really on that pandemic hell highway? Well, you can know that you're on it if you are still personally masking willfully without any outside pressure just to conform. I know that some people have to mask because of the tough situation that many of you are in because of work requirements, because of consideration for people that you are dealing with in your business. And I truly do sympathize with your dilemma. The mask mandate is a horrible oppression for people working and even for our kids in school. This is, this is just torment for people. But it is keeping you on the road of torment against your will. It is truly a conflict of the soul of whether or not to comply regardless of the cause. How do you make such a decision? Well, let me tell you, you are willfully on that highway to hell if you personally require patrons of your business to mask whenever they enter your business or even your home. You are on that highway to hell willfully if you actually believe the vaccine is useful or necessary. You are misinformed. If you reject all of the science that confirms natural immunity, the science that has been prevalent for 
years and years and years, then you are willfully on that highway to despair. If you're even afraid of the fines from OSHA or from your corrupt governor, like we have here in Oregon, then you are choosing to ride the highway to despair. And why are some of you still complying with a government that is determined to destroy your freedom, your livelihood, your families, and your nation? Why are you choosing to ride that highway to hell? Is it just job security? Or is it just too easy to follow the crowd? Do you wish to not be bothered and so you comply? Do you realize what is at stake here? Our country is on the brink of destruction. And if you do comply with this completely evil narrative, then you are aiding and abetting the enemy of your own country. That is called treason. You are in league with the likes of all those people who stood by and said nothing and watched Hitler ruthlessly annihilate 6 million Jews and some other 2.5, 3 million people who supported the Jews because they actually cared. I welcome you to the new Holocaust where we now have only two parties and they are not Democrat and Republican. They are traitors and patriots. Those are the two parties. You are either a patriot who is not following the narrative, who is not willfully driving down the highway to hell or if you are driving that highway, then you are a traitor to your country and a coward. Now, we are warned in the Bible, in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 13, the apostle Paul told Timothy that evil men and imposters will grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. Now, a lot of that has gone on, and it doesn't take anybody with half a mentality to realize that this is escalating in a very serious way right here in America, right before our eyes. It is now happening. Evil men in imposters in the world are growing worse and worse. They are deceiving billions and they themselves are being deceived. But Paul also said, you must continue in the things which you have learned. And he's talking about the things that are now in our Bible, things like respect for all human life, like staying strong in times of hardship and persecution. We must continue in exposing evil and in trusting God, and we must continue acting in faith. How do you get off the highway to hell? It first comes from knowledge, and knowledge always begins with the Bible. But I would also recommend to you two books, one that just recently has come out and is a high top seller, a bestseller. It is titled The Real Anthony Fauci by the author Robert F. Kennedy Jr. It is an incredible book loaded with facts, extremely well documented. It would be a tremendously good gift to give to your family members who are sitting on the fence. There will be no doubt if they read that book. If they do not understand what's happening beyond reading that book, they choose evil. 
would be a great book to read for all of us. A second book to increase your knowledge would be a book entitled COVID-19 and the Real Global Predators, We Are the Prey. This was written by Peter R. Bragging, a medical doctor, and Ginger Ross Bragging. Once you have the knowledge, then you need a second thing to get off the highway to hell, and that is resolved. You must be determined and willing to actually pay a price for freedom, to fight this global and domestic assault on our freedoms. That's the hard part. Knowledge is one thing. Doing something with that knowledge and doing the right thing is called wisdom. You see, it's a hard, cold fact that in times of war and oppression, few people actually respond with courage, with resolve, with commitment, and with endurance. And that's why freedom, I suppose, is such a precious gift. I do see a red storm rising right now in America, but will it be too little, too late? Only God knows. But what is certain is this, obedience to Jesus Christ is the ultimate weapon against the unfruitful works of darkness. When we reject God, we choose deception. We choose suffering. We choose our own oppression. But when we do things God's way, then peace reigns in our hearts and in our land. See, I'm not here today to be your judge. I just want to be your encourager. I have been oppressed. I have paid a price for freedom. And I am very willing to pay that price to the very end. And I just hope that you will join me in that. Would you please choose this week to do the right thing, to take a stand, to be a true patriot, a genuine Christian, if you are one. And if you are not, please open the good book, the Bible, and start reading. This is Steve LaTulip with Unity Without Compromise and America Out Loud Talk Radio. I bid you a good week. I wish you a very happy holiday season. And may we always be grateful for the great land that God has given us. See you next week. Adieu.